It's time for Your Rights Count on AM 1360 KRWC, keeping you up to date on current and new laws and legal happenings in Wright County. Your Rights Count is brought to you by Buffalo Bail Bonds. Since 1991, Buffalo Bail Bonds has been serving the Wright County community with their 24-hour service, a service that's fast, friendly, professional, and discreet. Their licensed agents can meet you anywhere you need, and Buffalo Bail Bonds is endorsed by local attorneys. Call 763-682-6771 and let Scott, Rick, or Liz help you start the process of setting your friend or loved one free. The first step is to call Buffalo Bail Bonds at 763-682-6771 or check out their website, buffalobailbonds.net. Their office is located at 12 2nd Street Northeast in downtown Buffalo. Buffalo Bail Bonds, 763-682-6771. And now here's your host with Booselmeyer Law and online at yourrightscount.com, Ted Booselmeyer. Hello, good folks of Wright County. Today we're going to talk about auto accidents and tort thresholds. That is, what does it take to make a claim? There are certain statutory requirements that need to be met first before you can make a claim in an auto accident in Minnesota. Let's say you've been injured in an auto accident and you're wondering what does it take to make a claim against the other driver for negligence? As a side note, really what we're talking about is making a claim against the other driver's insurance company. People have insurance these days for liability so that there is money available to compensate the injured party in the event of an accident and it doesn't have to come out of that driver's pocket. Check out my blog at yourrightscount.com for more information on insurance limits and why you should maybe pay more for higher limits. Now in general, the law allows a person injured in a motor vehicle accident to recover damages for pain, emotional distress, and other non-economic losses only if the person has suffered a serious injury. A serious injury exists if any one of the following thresholds is met. Number one, expenses for medical treatment exceeding $4,000. Number two, permanent injury. Number three, permanent disfigurement or number four, 60 days of disability. As far as medical expenses that exceed $4,000, future medical expenses cannot be used to meet the $4,000 threshold requirement, only past medical. And certain past medical expenses are excluded from consideration in meeting that $4,000 threshold, such as diagnostic x-rays. What is an x-ray? Well, Minnesota courts have been split on that and decided the issues both ways. For example, an MRI, which is not based on x-ray technology, should not be excluded. But at least one unpublished decision in Minnesota has excluded that from past medical expenses. A CT scan, which does involve x-ray technology, would most definitely be excluded from past medical expenses. Number two, permanent injury. Well, that's somewhat self-explanatory. But by statute, injury is defined as bodily harm to a person. And permanent injury is one from which it is reasonably certain that a person will not fully recover. Now, the injury may improve or worsen, but the injury is reasonably certain to continue to some degree through a person's life. And that can be determined through a medical doctor's opinion and prognosis and diagnosis. And is often defended by an expert from the defense that may claim that the injury is not permanent. Sometimes that can turn to a battle of the experts. But most cases are resolved without trial and simply through a claim to the insurance adjuster. And number three, permanent disfigurement. A disfigurement is one that impairs or injures the appearance of a person. A permanent disfigurement, well, is there permanently, such as a scar. Now, I've got lots of scars, and I consider them badges of honor at times. But sometimes, you know, a scar can be a very serious issue. Imagine, for example, a scar on a person's face. Well, they're going to be want to be compensated for that. And number four, 60 days of disability. 
person has to have suffered 60 days of disability, for example, an inability to walk or use one's arm or hand, and this is 60 days cumulative. It does not require the consecutive 60 days of disability. And those are the four threshold requirements to determine if you even have a claim in an auto accident. Feel free to give us a call if you would like to discuss this and determine if you even have a claim in an auto accident. Now, another very important requirement to determine if you're going to be successful in your threshold claims is the comparative fault statute. In Minnesota, the at-fault driver must be at least 51% at fault in order to be successful in your claim. Now, usually these matters are resolved through negotiations with the insurance company's adjuster, but we always talk about things in terms of jury trial because that's the final fact determination if things don't settle. Let's say, for example, a driver runs a red light, smashes into a vehicle, and permanently injures the other driver of the vehicle. So, yeah, they've met the threshold claim. But what about the comparative fault? Now, let's say the driver, it's proven that they were also on their cell phone and maybe somewhat distracted when that other driver ran the red light. Well, you do have a duty to watch out where you're going. And so the jury is going to ultimately determine how much fault is attributed to each driver. First, the jury will determine the total amount of damages. Let's say they come up with $100,000 for damages, past medical, future medical, pain and suffering, etc. But they also determine that the injured party is, well, let's say 40% at fault because they were distracted and on their phone and they should have watched out in front of them as to what was happening. The judge would then allocate 40% liability on the plaintiff, the injured party, and 60% liability on the defendant, the at-fault party. And the injured party would end up with $40,000 in damages. Stay tuned for next week when we talk about the burden of proof. The burden of proof rests on the person making the accusation. How much proof do you need at trial if you are bringing a personal injury suit against an individual? Or if you just can't wait, give us a call today to determine if you have a claim and to discuss that burden of proof. Disclaimer, for advertising and general information purposes only, this radio show is not intended to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Each case is different. You should rely on the advice of your retained attorney only. Thanks, everyone. Again, this is Ted Booselmeyer with Booselmeyer Law. Don't try to spell my name. Just come check us out at yourrightscount.com or give me a buzz at 763-682-1324.